What's up, everybody, and welcome back. I am uh, grateful today, thankful, I guess you could say it's a thankful Thursday. Just glad to be alive, you know. Um, It's been a good week, um, and I hope that you're well wherever you are. Thank you for listening and tuning in. Uh, Big announcement right now. So I had mentioned uh, on the podcast that I was getting ready to do a second podcast with a co-host, and that podcast is now live. It is called Skeptics Over Everything. It is a podcast with uh, myself and uh, my good brother, the my co-host, Tremaine Maddox. He and I have been friends uh, for over 20 years. We were roommates in college, and we've been, uh, we've been like brothers ever since then, so it's a podcast that we have talked about doing for a long time and uh and and we finally did it and i think you'll enjoy it i think you'll find a lot of value in what we have to say the first episode is up uh and this this one is a little bit different cuz we talk about a lot of different things that i really don't touch on in this podcast for instance you know we talk about sports uh which i don't cover that much here i really i haven't covered it at all uh really uh, so we, you know, we did a recap of the NFL season and the Super Bowl. Uh, we talk about the entertainment industry. We did a, a long conversation on the versus battle between Music Soulchild and Anthony Hamilton. Uh, so check it out. I think you'll enjoy it. It's a great, great show. And uh, we're looking forward to having some of the listeners uh, from this podcast to translate over to that one. So. Check it out on Spotify. Just search Skeptics Over Everything. And um, I think based on the title, you'll start to see uh, as we get into our material exactly why we chose that name. So looking forward to seeing you over there. Um, I, I, I want to talk about something briefly. I don't I don't think I'll I'll do a, a, a this will be that long of a podcast today, but. I heard something today, a recording, um, and it made me think about uh, uh, this guy that has another podcast and he was repeating some of the same talking points that we hear over and over again, you know, from the liberal left, uh, from, you know, conservative right, far right, whatever you whatever you subscribe to or don't subscribe to. And it started me to thinking about how. I named this podcast Uncommon Sense because common sense isn't common. And I wanted to, the goal of this podcast, or me just getting on here talking and sharing my thoughts on different things, is I wanted to put people in a position to make room for the possibility that some of the ideas and the worldviews that they hold, you know, might not be what they think they are. And I'm, and that's not to say that I'm trying to change how people think uh, or change how people feel. I am trying to give people, hopefully, an alternative perspective to what they think and kind of help them make a more well-balanced and thought-out conclusion to some of the ideas that they have and the opinions that they have. You know, I'm not here to change anybody's mind. I'm just here to present, you know, what is truthful and factual to me based on the research that I do on my own. 
Uh, I heard a pastor say years ago that you have to become the truth that you hear. And when he, when I heard that statement, it was very powerful to me because, you know, the truth is, and I did a podcast on, on the truth. Um, if you, you know, you could check it out. Uh, it was last year. The title is Truth Is. And truth is something that is really, I think, is under attack right now. And I think it's been under attack because people are quite literally afraid of the truth. You know, not knowing um, the liberty that comes with being told the truth or being exposed to the truth. And I think that, you know, so people are so comfortable in, you know, their own thoughts. They're comfortable in their own minds that they don't want they don't want to get out of that comfortability. They don't want the truth that will change their opinions or might change their mind. And, you know, because the truth might bring them to a conclusion that's not popular. And and that's 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 a lot for people to process, especially in this day and age that we live in. I think it's a whole lot for people to process. Um, and I get it. But. I think being able to hear the truth accept the truth and adapt it into your personal worldview is a sign of great maturity. It's a sign of great um, self-value. It's a sign of intellectual uh, integrity. And I think it's, it's healthy. It's healthy for the mind to be able to accept truth no matter what it is, because the truth is something that doesn't change. Facts change all the time. Uh, but the truth is constant. And, you know, the truth can be a lot of things. But the truth that I want to talk on today is the reality that people really are stuck in, a, in an echo chamber within their, you know, their circles, their tribes, you know, their family networks whatever. And I think that that's very dangerous. I think there, you know, that it's an area that, you know, just is a breeding ground for a lot of problems. When you get sucked into groupthink, you have to have balance in everything in life. And we used to hear all the time that, you know, uh, conservative circles would talk about how everybody on the left is stuck in uh, these groupthink mentalities where they all say the same things, they repeat the same talking points, they, you know, they all just echo each other without really, you know, having full details of what they're talking about. They just want to kind of be in the club. And for a little while, I bought into that. But here recently, thanks to joining Getter in January, um, I'm awake to the reality that the pendulum swings both ways. And if you don't know anything about Getter, uh, Getter is the conservative alternative to Twitter. So all of these people who were kicked off of Twitter, banned on Twitter, social media, period, these the people who founded Getter, you know, they wanted to set up a platform where people can say what they want without fear of censorship. You don't have to worry about, you know, having your uh, post tagged with possible misinformation like they do on Instagram. Um, or if you post something about COVID, they give a, a COVID fact check, you know, disclaimer thingy on Instagram. You don't get any of that on Getter. They just allow people to say what they want. 
Um, and it's and it's great. It's great for free speech. It's great, you know, for people to voice their opinions without fear of backlash. But the big problem I, I have with Getter is everybody on the app agrees. And so it's become this echo chamber of, you know, conservatives and right leaning thinkers who all just they do the same thing people do on the left. They echo each other's sentiments and there's no disagreeing. There's no back and forth discourse. There's no debate. Everybody pretty much is on the same page and it's very strange. It's very strange to be on a platform where that's happening, where people are just everybody's on, you know, we're all on one accord. And it makes you kind of long for the, you know, long for, you know, an avenue where somebody comes in and says, well, you know what, I really don't agree with that. And then there's a discussion about why you don't agree. Discussion without being offensive, uh, without belittling anybody, uh, being mature. There can be a mature disagreement that I think fosters healthy dialogue. And I think that's missing in these circles where people are, you know, they're in this, they just, everybody's on the same page. And I think that it's a problem. I think that people are lazy mentally because they're here a talking point and they don't walk, walk that talking point to its conclusion to find out exactly what it is that they're saying. It just sounds nice. You know, we have all of these sexy bug buzzwords that people like to throw out you know, and people really don't know what they mean. And so I think it's intellectually dishonest. Um, and as a podcaster who gets on here and gives my opinion and share, I share my thoughts about, you know, what's happening around me, the things that I'm experiencing. You know, I've even discussed some, some things that my family is dealing with, uh, you know, how what's happening in society has affected me personally. You know, I think I've touched on most of these subjects and the goal is never for me to try to change somebody's mind. At no time have I ever tried to convince somebody and tell them that, you know, what I'm saying is is factual. It's the law and you don't have to go any further to get your information because the buck stops here. That that is that's foolish to think that. Um, and I, I would never, I would never tell someone that just listen to what I say because I have all the answers. That's far from the truth. The point of me getting on here is to talk through what's going through my mind and hopefully it'll bring me to a healthy resolution where I can, you know, kind of flesh out my ideas, my thoughts and come to a place where, you know, I have some clarity and because I think a lot of things that I'm thinking, you know, I can't be the only person that feels this way. I can't be alone in, you know, this thinking that I have about how things affect society, affect me and potentially will affect my children, you know, as they grow up. You know, my wife as well, you know, my family members around me, the people I know and care about, uh, the direction this country is going in. I feel like there are people that have the same questions that I do. And so... You know, I grew up in church, uh, still very active in church, extremely active in church. It is the foundation for, you know, all the moves that I make. And I'm not trying to lead anybody to do anything 
because I'm being led. You know, the Holy Spirit is my guide. It, it, it helps me navigate life because I'm following and I'm, it's, you know, it's what I've chosen to be led by. And I think that, you know, you know, growing up in church, we used to hear a saying, I, I used to hear a saying when I was a kid that you have to learn to eat the meat and throw away the bones. And I didn't know what that meant at the time, but now as an adult, you know, I understand exactly what that means. It means that, you know, I can listen to someone have a conversation and they could say some things that are totally opposite of what I think, but they can also say some good things that I agree with. And the things that I agree with is the meat. I'll take it. The things that I don't agree with, those are the bones. I just throw them out. And so that mentality is is why I'm able to listen to somebody like Minister Louis Farrakhan and, and you know, really appreciate some of his viewpoints and some of the statements he makes, you know, very sound, well thought out points that he makes that make sense. I can listen to somebody like Dr. Umar Johnson and listen to some of the great points that he makes, you know, the Tariq Nasheeds and, you know, the Ben Shapiro's on one side and on the other side. And, uh, you know, these people that, you know, Steven Crowder, they, they make statements that, you know, a lot of it, the the information is great. It's wonderful information. It's impactful. But then some of the things that they say, all of these people, you know, I, I just can't, I don't digest all of it. I take what's right for me that makes sense to me, the things that I agree with. And, you know, I can internalize those things and build on them. But I have to have balance in in what I'm listening to and what I'm taking in. And I think there's a there's a an issue in society now, thanks in large part to social media, where people don't have balance and people are not, you know, taking time to look at, you know, opposite opinions because they don't want their worldview to be changed or, you know, they're not going to listen to somebody that is diametrically opposed to them to their thinking because change is uncomfortable. It's very uncomfortable. And if there's mob rule and the majority is going one way, nobody wants to go, go along with it. Um, I think about the ash study, which is, you know, I saw a video of this last year where, um, this, uh, company did, they did a focus group just to see how people would, respond and so they got they would get one person they would get one person to join a focus group uh but everybody else in the focus group would know what 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 was you know going on in terms of you know what they were getting into what the focus group was about and one person would come in and not knowing anything it's almost like everybody got a script except for this one person and you can look up this uh you know the ash study and it's been they've been doing it for years. And so just say, for instance, they you know, the, the group will know the answers to a certain questions. But the one outlier, the, the 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 subject who's unaware, you know, will come in and they might ask a question to say, you know, they might put, um, you know, a, a picture up on a screen and the focus group moderator will say, OK, how many. How many lines do you see on the screen? I'm just using this as an example. And so um, 
the the outlier will say, oh, there are three lines on the screen. But then everybody else in the focus group will say, well, there are two lines. And they would be that person would be confused. And eventually, because he didn't want to stand out from the group, he would eventually say within himself and out loud that, okay, there are two lines. Everybody else is seeing two lines, even though I see three. You know, I don't want to go against the group. And they found that over and over again, people consistently sided with the group instead of sticking to what they saw and saying like, no, you guys are wrong. Like there are three lines on like, are you seeing what I'm seeing? Like, and I think that's what happens in social media. It happens in society now because the people get beat over the head, whether it's, you know, some meme or, you know, corporate media that have these stories that they throw out and it's, you know, we, we're, we're all sucked into it. We're in a bubble and we just can't, I don't know how we get out of it. I don't know how we shake it off. You know, I don't know how people get to a point where they have balance in, you know, what they're doing or the, the way that they process and intake information. So, you know, my prayer is that at some point we will get to a place where, um, you know, we can find a way back to critical thinking and rational thought and being able to agree with somebody and disagree with somebody and still be friends. I'm praying that we get back to a day where I can have a conversation with somebody that I agree with and walk away from that and say, you know what, that person is still all right with me. That person is still cool with me. I think they're great. I still enjoy being in their company. You know, to me, it's very weak minded. It's very small minded. When your course of action, the result of a conversation with somebody that you know or somebody that you associate with, when you guys have a disagreement about a particular subject, no matter what it is, that the only way for you to resolve the disagreement is to not talk to that person anymore or to completely cut that person out of your life. That is just beyond stupid. I don't I don't get that. I don't understand how people can be that dishonest that how people can be so shallow and so afraid that because you think differently from somebody the solution is cut them off I don't want you in my life anymore I I you know what you're saying is you only want people in your life that agree with everything that you agree with everything that you want to do no opposition that is that's a that's a sad sorry state to be in And I know people that think that way. I really feel sorry for them. Um, I've had people that I was close to and and had, you know, uh, platonic relationships with that because we didn't agree on certain ideas uh, that were kind of dominating, you know, society that they took it upon themselves to say, you know what, we can't be friends anymore because you think this way. I've had family members tell me about friends that you know, didn't want to associate with them anymore because I, I, I see that you follow this person on social media and I'm just concerned because, you know, you're, you, you, you like some of their posts and stuff. And that's just, that's pathetic. It really is weak minded. And, and to be honest, I kind of feel like if people are going to be that way, then you weren't really my friend in the first place. If that's all it took for you to say, you don't want to associate with me anymore. So, 
I, I'm praying that we get to a place for anybody that's out there that's listening to this. The only thing that I would like for you to take away from anything I say on this podcast is to make room for the possibility that there is an alternative to what you think, to what I think. And being challenged sometimes doesn't have to be offensive. It doesn't have to be an attack. Somebody challenging what you think, you know, could be an opportunity for you to stretch yourself and to think differently. So, you know, I just I think that we have to do better. We really have to do better. We have to be more selective. We have to come to a place where we're all just able to put down our feelings and take up the truth and learn to love it. The truth is what it is. And it can be very liberating. It can be uh, something that is extremely useful in your life, in your life. It can be very, very useful. Uh, I don't want to be in an environment where the people are weaponizing the truth. uh, People are obscuring the truth. People are stretching it, bending it uh, to make it fit, you know, certain narratives. Just let the truth be what it is. It's its own defense. It doesn't need any help. And uh, we need to just accept it, accept it for what it is, because it could quite literally save our lives in some instances. So, you know, facts change consistently. Facts are always changing. You know, facts are accurate in the moment, but they change in the split second. But the truth is constant. And so um, I hope that if you're listening to me that, you know, you can challenge yourself it may not be easy it won't be easy because it's uncomfortable if you have a view of something an opinion about something you know most people don't want to do research I told somebody once a long time ago I said do your research on this but we but be willing to follow that research that you do to the end and be willing to accept what you find when you get to the end of that road Because it could completely shatter your worldview of what you think about this. And that's what the truth does. It's a it's a correction. It's the great corrector. And. I just think that, you know, we're all better. For having the truth in our lives in whatever way, shape or form it comes. So don't, you know, get caught in an echo chamber, find balance in everything that you do. Listen to opposing arguments, you know, ask yourself why the people around you think the way they do, you know, even strangers like just, you know, if somebody disagrees with you on something, find out why instead of just being so dismissive and, you know, not just oh, I don't want anything to do with you because how could you think that and so on and so forth. Ask me, let's have a conversation about why I feel this way. And be willing to accept what I say, just like I'm willing to accept what you say and accept that your opinion is yours and you're extremely entitled to it. You're more than entitled to your opinion. I think that we need to move away from that because when we when we start regurgitating these talking points that we hear, you know, it really we really tell on ourselves when 
we can't articulate something outside of what we hear the mainstream media tell us or corporate media or some meme from, you know, some content creator on social media that you like to follow or somebody that's popular that's in the moment. So, you know, that's how I feel today. I just kind of wanted to get in here and share that with you. I'm glad to have you here, all the listeners. I hope you'll take a second to go and check out uh, the new podcast that I'm on uh, with my co-host, my brother, Tremaine Maddox. Uh, the podcast, again, is called Skeptics Over Everything. You can find it on Spotify. I hope you'll tap in, and I hope you'll continue to listen here on the Uncommon Sense podcast. Uh, we're doing new things, uh, just, you know, added a new uh, cover art, changing some things up for the new year. And so um, I hope you'll check it out and share it with your friends. If you have a, a question or you want to give me some feedback, you can email me at uncommonsensewithkt at gmail.com. Whether you like the podcast, whether you don't like the podcast, I'd love to hear from you either way. So in the meanwhile, have a great day. Stay safe wherever you are and God bless.